Let Tend Dental make your dream smile a reality. We offer a variety of top-rated treatments, including Invisalign aligners. And for a limited time, Tend is offering $750 off orthodontic treatments. Offer valid through January 31st, so don't wait. Visit hellotend.com slash sale. That's hellotend.com slash sale. And book your free consult today. This episode is brought to you by Pepsi Wild Cherry. Pepsi Wild Cherry is bursting with delicious cherry flavor and a sweet, crisp taste that gives you more to go wild for. Getting wild may look different these days, but whether it's opting for a solo Friday binge watch or a big night out, everyone can indulge in their wild side with Pepsi Wild Cherry, also available in Zero Sugar. So grab a Pepsi Wild Cherry and get wild. Let's get it. All football, all the time. You're listening to the best football show. Hosted by Brian Baldinger. This is the best football show. I'm your host, Brian Baldinger. I come to you every day, Monday through Friday, with uh, my musings, my opinions, my gleamings from what I've watched in the film room. So today I spent a good deal of time just watching the Monday night football game. I realized it looked a little unwatchable last night, but there was a couple things that really stood out. For example... Like, this league right now is being dominated by great defense. And if you look at the Ravens with the number one ranked defense, or the Chiefs, or the Cleveland Browns, or you know, the New York Jets, if you look at some of these teams with and what Miami is going to be as they start turning the corner right now, the Philadelphia Eagles, if you look at some of the great defenses right now, like teams really – and I put Cincinnati in that category, and maybe San Francisco will be back. Um, you know, with Chase Young. But I feel like defense is dictating the outcome of these games. And it did last night. Like, the Los Angeles Chargers last night had less than 200 yards of offense. That's with Justin Herbert and Keenan Allen and Austin Eckler and a rebuilt offensive line. They had less than 200 yards of offense. They had literally one drive all night for a field goal where they went 68 yards. Like, they could not drive the football against the Jets' defense. And it was a wasted effort. You know, I mean, if I was a Jets defensive player, and it's a team game, so you don't point fingers and say that, but as an as an outsider, as an analyst, I'm watching that performance last time. Like, that's a wasted effort by a defense that played very well. Now, they had two great chances of getting takeaways. Um, you know, Jordan White had dropped an interception. He's in perfect position to take one from Justin Herbert and Will McDonald got the ball out of Herbert's hands. And Michael Clemens, the defensive end, tried to scoop it and score rather than just recover it. Like those are two golden opportunities for takeaways that might have changed the outcome of the game. Um, Look, Zach Wilson dropped back 57 times. If you went and you looked at and you researched Drew Brees, Aaron Rodgers, Tom Brady, what their record is when they threw the ball 50 or more times, I'll bet they don't have a winning record or not, or just barely a winning record. Teams don't win in this league when you throw it 50-plus times. It's just too hard. Too many bad things happen. That's what happened last night. Two lost fumbles, you know, on sacks, Bosa, you know, Khalil Mack. I mean, they're, they're forcing these fumbles. They're, they're turning it over. Uh, and then not to mention, you know, the fumbles by, you know, Brees Hall on a handoff or a, a pitch. 
It's just almost inexcusable. And Garrett Wilson getting the ball punched out. I mean, these are young, talented players that turned the ball over last night. And it really cost them. So the Jets, the Jets aren't out of it. The, the Chargers aren't out of it. They're both four and four. Like a bunch of the teams in this league are 500. Like this officially going into week 10 starts the second half of the season. Whose defense is just going to keep rising up and making life difficult? Um, because I feel like these are the teams that are winning these games. And it doesn't matter what your offensive rankings are. Miami Dolphins scored 14 points against an elite defense Sunday. 14 points is winning a lot of games in this league. You know, the Jets, you know, the defense played great. They kicked two field goals. So, <clears throat> to me, this whole league is being driven by defense. Now, you know, we saw Aaron Rodgers throwing on the sideline. And he talks to Derwin James after the game. And he's weeks away. Like, he's not weeks away if he has to go behind that offensive line to the Jets. Like, nobody should go out there behind that line last night. Um, it's just it's just not a fair fight. And I don't really understand what the Jets did. Max Mitchell is a young player, second-year player. He's been playing the right tackle position for two years. They played him at right guard last night, a position he's never played. And then they put, um, you know, Billy uh, – they put Billy out there uh, Billy Turner, I'm sorry, Billy Turner out there at right tackle. And Bill's been around the league a long time. But, you know, he couldn't hold up against Joey Bosa last night. And it wasn't, it wasn't good. And so you just wonder, like, they just, you know, Joe Tipman's the rookie. He'd been playing right guard. He got hurt, missed games. Now he comes back, plays his first game at center. When you just keep juggling offensive line, I mean, it's not their fault. It's just because they can't stay healthy at all. And so Mackay Becton, Lakin Tomlinson played a few games now on the left side. But, you know, Alan Lazard was awful last night. You say to yourself, okay, he's Aaron Rodgers' guy. He came there. He was terrible last night. Like he fumbles the ball. He's, you know, he's getting penalties. Like he was in a, dropping passes. Like he had no value last night. And I know he's a better player than that, but he was terrible. They don't have, like, Xavier Gibson is their number two receiver, a rookie free agent, opposite Garrett Wilson. If they don't throw it to Garrett Wilson, they got a couple throws to Xavier Gibson. The tight ends were all terrible last night. Just awful, awful blocking. Like, they made no impact in that game. Tyler Conklin, like, it was just disappointing. You know, that's coming off a bye week. They should be better than that. Um, but they lose the game at home. It's just a disappointing loss, hard to watch. Um, trying to find silver linings, you just go, man, Bryce Bryce Huff is just a Bugatti coming off the edge. Um, John Franklin Myers, Quentin Williams, Quincy Williams, they play the game the right way. So the defense will keep them in a lot of games. Offensively, you got to improve. And for the Chargers, look, it's a win. Um, as soon as Darius Davis took the opening punt of the game, 87 yards back for a touchdown, in, in essence, the game was over the Jets weren't going to score a touchdown. And I give the Chargers credit. This is Darius Davis now. Like when he was at TCU, he had the fastest. He, he, first of all, he returned six kicks for touchdowns. The guy has a knack for making house calls. So when he was at, when he's coming out of TCU, he ran a 1-4-6 10-yard dash. It was the fastest of any player to combine. Like he's got elite first-step quickness. And it showed last night. And barely got touched on his punt return. That was a big difference in the game. So I want to talk 
a little bit about quarterback play and what we saw this weekend. C.J. Stroud, after eight games now, has thrown 14 touchdown passes against one interception. He's the second or third rated highest quarterback in this league right now. Um, it was, you know, it was a, a record. You know, the league's been around for 104 years. Nobody's ever had a rookie game the way C.J. Stroud had it on Sunday. And it took all of it because they were losing to Tampa Bay 37-33 with 46 seconds to go in the game. They had two timeouts at the 25-yard line, and they go eight plays, 75 yards, six plays, 75 yards, and throw the winning touchdown pass to Tank Dell. And on the winning touchdown pass, C.J. Stroud changed the play. It was supposed to be a curl, and he changed it to a stutter and go. He was going for the win. Um, they could have thrown another pass before they went to the end zone. He went for the win. And Tank Dell got behind Carlton Davis, and they won the game. But it was a phenomenal performance. And what you see right now is a guy like Nico Collins is their number one wide receiver in Houston. He leads the entire league in yards per catch at 17.6 yards a catch. And Nico Collins has been there for two years prior to C.J. Stroud. Never really made any difference. But quarterbacks make your receiving core. So last week, Nico Collins, Farrell Brown, who was a fourth receiver in Dallas, Dalton Schultz, they have Tank Dell. They all have monster games. And they all have a role. And Laramie Tunsil and the, the, the group up front played very, very well. Uh, Dieter at center, they, they played well up front. It was amazing. And you can never take the Houston Texans lightly when you have a quarterback that can make every single throw and he makes it look so easy and he knows what he's looking at and he's being pretty well protected. Um, and I think the sky's the limit. And then what Josh Dobbs did up in Minnesota is amazing. Like anybody that's been in this business that has played with a quarterback they got picked up at the bus stop on a Tuesday and had a play on Sunday. Everybody knows just how tough that is. You, you The first thing that you do, it, it, if you're an offensive player, you're a quarterback, offensive lineman, the first thing you learn when you're trying to digest a new playbook or new system is protections. You spend the majority of your time in protections. Because you're the quarterback, how am I protected here on this particular formation if they overload blitz if they run the zone pressure if they bring a corner cat if they fire zone me from the inside how are we protected so you spend most of the time with kevin o'connell and the offensive coaches understanding how you're being protected and quite honestly when he entered the game to start the second quarter it was it was ugly like he lost two fumbles he was sacked twice one went for safety you know one, you know, the, the ball got run back to a short field, and it wasn't looking good. And then Kevin O'Connell was there, you know, because of the electronics where your coordinator can talk to you up to 15 seconds left on the play clock. And during that time, as soon as the play would end, Kevin O'Connell was, okay, down distance. You know, and so what, what Josh has done since he's played in Pittsburgh, he's played in Tennessee, he's played in Arizona, is – He's digested a lot of systems, and a lot of plays are very similar. But they might be called something different, or they may be tagged a different way. So Kevin O'Connell could be saying something like he threw this uh, touchdown pass, two-yard touchdown pass, 
to Tristan Jackson the other day, two yard touchdown pass. And it's a, it's, it's like a little bootleg semi roll to the right. And he's kind of reading everything on the roll. And the back Alexander Madison is coming off of that running a flat route. And he's got, he's got receivers uh, in other places. And so um, I'm sure Kevin O'Connell saying, okay, we, we, this is your boot action right here. You got three receivers that are going to be at different levels. When you roll out, just read it. If it's not there, take it and run it. So I'm, I'm sure that's kind of how he's telling them, you know, just call it this because this is what we call it. So the guys get, everybody understands the play. He's called the play. And now he's sort of mentally thinking about what that looks like and what he's done in the past in different places. So it's a mental exercise unlike anything else. Um, and that's probably why he was probably more mentally exhausted after that game than physically exhausted. But he was awesome. And the thing that you see from Josh is, you know, he was a leading rusher in the game. Tampa, Minnesota, he was a leading runner. But he showed, he showed the same thing in Arizona this year. Like, he destroyed the Dallas Cowboys this year running the football. Whether it's the design run, which he's very good at, and making good decisions on read options, pitch options, very good decision maker with the ball. But then when it's time to scramble and buy time or take off, like he's he's uh, deceivingly fast and very tough. Takes hits, always gets up. It's it's amazing what's going on in Minnesota. They've won four in a row. The defense has played outstanding. Brian Flores has done as good a coaching job on that side of the ball as anybody on any side of the ball in the league right now. They're really good. And they've got everything in place uh, at every level. Uh, they're very, very sound. So congratulations to them. But to Josh Dobbs, to watch him get traded on a Tuesday and come in the second quarter on Sunday, not even knowing the names of the players in his own huddle, but knowing he's got a job to do and I'm a pro. And this is what pros do, just the right approach. So I just wanted to touch on those two quarterbacks because they absolutely stood out. And Minnesota is right back in this game right now. And we'll see if Josh Dobbs can can continue to grow in this offense. He's got a, a lot of young receivers like Jordan Addison and TJ Hawkinson, and they're playing great. But KJ Osborne has been awesome. He's got a good coach. And so they'll get their left tackle back. They should even get better up front. And that's been the best football show. And I'm your host, Brian Baldinger. Come find me on all my uh, social media platforms at Baldinger NFL. Thanks for joining me.